Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. And I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. And this is Jordan, Jesse, go! Today on Jordan, Jesse Go, Jesse's on vacation, and I am joined by stand-up comedians Chad Fogland and Ron Babcock. We discuss stingrays, movies, and movies featuring boobs. Let's go. Hello and welcome to Jordan, Jesse Go. I am Jordan Morris, boy detective. Uh, Jesse Thorne is out on vacation. He is somewhere in Mexico, uh, the Great White South, I think they call it. Uh, with me in his stead uh, is uh, returning to the microphone, uh, returning to the Jordan Jesse Go Studios for a second go-round uh, is a Los Angeles uh, stand-up sketch improv powerhouse, Chad Fogland. Chad Fogland, welcome back hello, to the show. Hello, hello, yes. Uh, I am uh, Jordan, uh, Jordan's Chad Fogland. You are. Do you remember your nickname from last time? Oh, you had I, a nickname. We did. I did one every time. I think that was the thing. You had a new nickname every yeah, break. Think, like I'm, I'm the next door neighbor, Chad Fogland. Do you do, do you remember having a favorite of those that you wanna you wanna reprise? Hmm. Little bunny shoes. Little bunny shoes. It is. And uh, as if that was not enough, uh, we have with us uh, someone we've always wanted to have on the show, uh, and we finally got him in here. Uh, we were able to to pry him away from his many uh, pressing, important, and, uh, yes, sexy engagements. Uh, another Los Angeles-based uh, stand-up improv sketch powerhouse, uh, Mr. Ron Babcock. Ron Babcock, uh, uh, welcome to the Jordan Jesse Go Studios. Hey! Woo. Thanks for having me, Jordan. And, I'm hey, excited. way to go. Just I want to say, bold choice, starting out kind of gay. What? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I, I, that wasn't my intention. Uh, well, uh, I think by I saying... I guess that's my default. So. Well, you know, uh, yeah. I've, I've done this podcast before, and I'm going to tell you right now, the more you go gay as the podcast progresses, the better it is. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. So, but here's the thing. Here's the catch. Here's what you don't want to do. You don't want to go too gay up top. Yeah. I could, uh, I'll, hold, let's take it, I'll man it up this time. Uh, do you want to start give, from the beginning? Yeah, give me a quick intro, okay. and I'll man it up. Uh, and, uh, and... Finally, uh, in addition to Chad Fogland, we have here in the Jordan Jesse Go Studios, uh, Los Angeles-based stand-up sketch improv powerhouse, Mr. Ron Babcock. Ron Babcock, welcome to the studios. Hey, what's N- up? Nice. Good. I like it. Except now you have, now now you have nowhere to go but gay. Okay. Yeah. See, you're good. That's good. I mean, I have to hold my breath when I do that, though, so mm-hmm. it kind of hurts. Yeah. Um. And abs. And uh. Uh. uh um, far be it from me to leave out uh, Mr. John Kim, uh, Jesse's faithful intern, is running the board for me because I don't really know how to do anything. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't even let myself into the building. Uh, John did that for me too. So, um, uh, so after all these episodes, you still don't know the basics of like turning on the machine? Oh, and... God, no. Really? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I just, I, Are I, you bad with technical stuff? Yes, I'm very bad with technical stuff. And I, I, I think I've... I've uh, broached this subject before on the show. Uh, I am, you know, I'm probably what some might consider, a, you know, a, a dork or a nerd, and I have, you know, some dorky and nerdy tendencies. I like to call mm. you a, a dirt. A dirt, sure. Yeah. I'm I'm something of a dirt, mm-hmm. uh, but n- <laughs> none of these dorky or nerdy tendencies are helpful or useful to anyone. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm... I guess maybe if you were, you know, having trouble with the, you know, 
Street Fighter video game story timeline, I could help you with that. Yeah. I could I could let you know the events that transpired between Street Fighter Alpha and Street Fighter 2. I could fill in those well, blanks see, maybe for that's you. Just, you're just uh, genre specific. No, so you're useless. Yeah, it's, so. yeah, yeah, I think that's but, probably closer. But this... <laughs> Chad, thank you for being nice, but yes, I think it's actually, I cannot fix your computer. I need people to fix my computer for me. If you me. said you were the type of nerd who's like, yeah, I could fix iPhones, everybody would, you know... Be on top of They'd you. Right love now. you. They'd yeah, love you. but I think people mainly just leave me alone, and that's mm-hmm. I kind of kind of where I want to be. <laughs> uh, and yes, so 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 John the intern is here, uh, uh, kindly uh, donating his evening to help us out making this podcast. And can I say something? He is a huge nerd. Yeah, this guy. Uh, we're talking pocket protector. Yeah, I mean he's got tape on his glasses. Oh, that's right, he's wearing glasses. Yeah, glasses. glasses. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know Poindexter? Here's I'm gonna just paint the audience a little mental picture. <laughs> do you remember Poindexter from Revenge of the Nerds? Oh, oh yes, yes. Of course. He, he looks like that, but in like Poindexter was dressed in the talent show yeah. when he was playing the electric exactly. violin, but wearing, but wearing boogers. Yes, pants. he's he has he has Poindexter's glasses and uh, spiked mohawk hair, but he's wearing boogers clothes. Mm-hmm. So, the man is uh, uh yeah the man. I'm, Guys, he's, I don't want to say unfuckable because that's yeah, mean. No, come but, on. Uh, Guys, he's sitting right there. He can hear everything you're saying. It's fine. No, no, he doesn't have a microphone. He, he can't consciously say went crying. out of the he's house. He's crying right now. He's crying. He consciously went out of the house dressed like a hybrid between Poindexter and Booger. And <laughs> no, we are kidding. Actually, John is maybe maybe the best dressed one in the room. <laughs> Probably is. Uh, he's wearing some handsome. Uh, this is kind of more Jesse's thing, but he's wearing some handsome yachting shoes. Yeah, no socks. He's wearing yeah. a hip animal collective T-shirt. And he's wearing a, a button-up shirt, but it's over not the tee. Yeah. yeah, it's over the tee. Mm-hmm. Kind of classing it up. So you bit. you look like you could be one of the buddies on like a mid '90s sitcom that would follow Friends. Yeah, and your name would probably be something hip like uh, Toe Jam or something. Where yeah. they're like, yo, Toe Jam! I was going to say Chet or Buzz. No, but, no. Uh, oh, well, I, yeah. I guess the glasses are still throwing me. No, the glasses like are the weird. Glasses. The glasses are weird. Um, <laughs> we kid John the intern. Also, something I think the audience should know. It's kind of a, a, a tradition when Jesse is out. Uh, we cracked a couple of brews. Yeah. We've all got some brews. Ladies. So, uh, 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 John, the intern, include, yes, ladies. ladies. Uh, if for some reason you're listening to this podcast and have a time machine. Come on back. Yeah, come on back. Come on up to the old uh, Jesse Thorne. You want to drink some Modelo Especial? Oh, wait, wait, yes. wait, wait. Oh. I, oh, I, sorry, I just thought I heard a time Time lapse, knock. Uh, time <laughs> knock, yeah. Yeah, no, I guess if, if that if that was going to happen, it would have happened two seconds ago. Yeah. So I guess no, our I guess our time traveling party babes. Are, <laughs> Way uh, to go, Cheryl, Janice, Liz. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those, I guess I guess my uh, they're probably somewhere having yeah. a having a cask of of wine with Genghis Khan. Yeah. Ah. Oh. Did he drink? He wouldn't have drank out of a cask. He would have drank out of like a sheepskin bag. Well, would it have matter if three women just showed up randomly in front of him? Yeah, liberated, uh, shaved women my from favorite, the future. My favorite no. Genghis Khan is the uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure Genghis Khan. I think that's the definitive yeah. Genghis Khan yeah. for sure. Actually, that's probably the only Genghis Khan really. Yeah. Also, the definitive Joan of Arc too is. For, oh, you know what? I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to amend that myself. I was gonna say, uh, 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 fellas, I think. Being men of our age, we probably all had a little bit of a crush on the Joan of Arc from Bill and Ted's Excellent well, Adventure. She's, uh, it's the basis from uh, Go Go's, isn't it? 
I don't. N- really? I, Jane, why, why? Why? That's a good question. I think it is. John, would you would you be a would you be a deer in IMB, IMDb this John's for us? Like, I'm on it. <laughs> I'm on, I was already I was already I'm doing googling, that. I'm googling. Uh, anyways, but I I'm uh, I, I'm remiss to call her the ultimate Joan of Arc because uh, Mila Jovovich yes, has played Joan true. of Arc as well, uh, and that's uh, she's uh, I I'm yeah, not. Yeah, see, I was right. Really? The basis from the Go Go's. Yeah. Is that her? Jane. Huh. I'm gonna. I'm waiting for a confirmation on this. What you know? Hey, guys, come on. Okay. Anyways, uh, yeah, yeah, and I, 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 um, I am not one to have a uh, celebrity crush. No. Uh, I, uh, uh but, uh, but uh, I definitely have a little, little carry a little torch for Miss Mila Jovovich. Mm-hmm, she, mm-hmm. Uh, I just watched Forgetting Sarah Marshall, and she is just adorable. Oh, you're thinking of Mila Kunis? I am. Who is? Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. See, look. Wait, rhythm wait, who's rhythm? Oh, rhythm guitarist. Like, I didn't know Mila Kunis played Joan of Arc. That's no, awesome. yeah, that's <laughs> that's <laughs> odd. No, that's odd casting. Yeah. Uh, Mila okay. Kunis, of course. She can do uh, anything. Uh, yeah, right. Um, yeah, I'm even thinking of seeing this uh, uh, poorly sorry. reviewed uh, horror vacation movie starring Mila oh, yeah, Jovovich yeah, yeah. and Steve Zahn. Oh, yeah, Steve Zahn. Oh, yeah, that's gonna be horrible. Yeah, I'm so bad with actors and actresses' names. Like, I really try and be good at it, but I always. You know, um, what did I, what did I screw up? You know when everybody was doing uh, Mickey uh, in the Wrestler, um, uh, Mickey, Mickey Rourke? Rourke. Yeah, you know who I kept getting confused with because Mickey didn't Mouse. See, no, I kept getting confused with Mickey Rooney. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and sure. was like, Mickey Rourke looks horrible. I'm like, what? He, but he, I thought he died. Like, yeah. I'm like, and at least he's not doing a racist Asian character <laughs> this time around. You got to give him and that. Then I finally, I finally googled. I was like, oh, mm. that's Mickey. Oh yeah. I'm like, I'm an idiot. Yeah. This went on for like two You're weeks. like, the man is 110. I'm like, Give on, him he a break. Look that bad. I kept on like defending him oh, in yeah. social situations. I have a similar story. Yes. Based off, I mean, not like, this is my mother. Uh, God rest her alive, living life. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, she, uh, when I, uh, we saw the movie Over the Top. Do you remember that movie with Sylvester Stallone? Yeah, but that, was that the arm, arm wrestling, wrestling movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I, I've never he seen it, but I... Oh, when he yeah. gets serious? No, no, no. feel like a truck, you know? I feel like, feel like a machine, you know? Pretty good. Yeah, well, that's one of my few things. Uh, anyway, he, uh, at the end of the movie, he's in a big arm wrestling match. I'm sure if you've seen it, you memorize this. And his son is screaming, Over the Top, Dad, Over the Top, mm-hmm. to, like, cheer him on. Now, we saw this in the theaters. My family did. No, my mom didn't say anything. We went out, went home and blah, blah, blah. Like, about three years later, we're on vacation in Texas, and it's on, like, TBS or something on mm-hmm. the TV. And we watched the whole movie again on this vacation. And at the end of the movie, this time, my mom goes, Now, what, the one thing I don't get is, why at the end is he screaming, I'm adopted? I'm adopted. <laughs> no, no, no. He's screaming over the top to it. <laughs> oh, that makes the movie make so much more sense. <laughs> <laughs> but for three years... She literally, like, she she didn't ask after we saw it in the theater. It's just like, mm. She just thought maybe, like, David Lynch had directed that movie. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just a kind of a weird fever dream kind of sequence. He he, he was arm wrestling so hard that uh, he started just think, thinking of nonsense. I think, uh, her, I think I did ask her, and her logic was, well, I guess that if... If he was, if his son was adopted, that means he didn't have to take care of him, so he gave him more strength to win the arm wrestling match. 
<laughs> Dad, just remember, when you get out of this arm wrestling pickle, I'm fine. Yeah. You have no legal responsibility for me. If you win the money, the truck is yours, yeah. and nothing has to go to me. Was he competing for a truck? Yeah. For a truck. Oh, wow. And the whole thing is he's just like, I just really need the truck, you know? Like, I just need the... And he was like... He's not in it for the money. But the no. best is when the, the kid gets an arm wrestling match, like in a diner somewhere. Some, yeah. like, some punk takes him. And he like loses, but then he has a rematch, and he turns his hat backwards just like his dad. Yeah, and oh, then he wins. Wow! Diggle Mike, Diggle Mike, come on, Mike. You know that's good. World, world makes nobody halfway. <laughs> Actually, I know that the uh, David Mendenhall. I met him first year I moved out. Here. Uh, is he director of? He was the, over the child. Top? Oh, the child. Yeah, okay. Are we dropping names? No, I'm just saying. Yeah, apparently. I'll drop, apparently, I'll drop, I'll drop, I'll drop, drop some names. I'll drop David Mendenhall. Oh wow! What do you got, Babcock? Uh, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, have you guys ever heard of Brendan Fraser? Wow. No, actually. No. You mean uh, you mean Mr. Blast from the past? Uh, <laughs> oh, I met him on a, I, I met him on my, my one of my first jobs was a PA in a movie set, and it was really early in the morning, and I was walking out with the um, breakfast order of the makeup crew. And as I was walking out, he was walking. <laughs> That's pretty in. low on the PA totem pole, oh there, Babcock. I've I've I've. Uh, I was I had no idea. I think they just did it because I didn't know any better. So they were like, "Oh yeah, you get our breakfast." I was like, "Okay." So I'm walking out, and Brendan's walking. <laughs> no, you wash in. our cars too. Okay. And you give us some money out of your wallet. I just want to help. Yeah. And he's walking in, and he's like, hey, what's your name? And I'm like, uh, my name's Ron. He's like, cool, my name's Brendan. And it's like 7 wow, in the morning. Wow. And I was like, do you want to play trucks? <laughs> I'm like, do you need anything? He's like, no, nah, man, but I'll see you around. <laughs> I was like, all right. I get everything I need, and that means Coke. And I, was like, <laughs> I just got it in the bathroom. And I'm like, Encino Man ruled. <laughs> I don't love that movie. Uh, man. Uh, okay, so uh, speaking of, uh, speaking of uh, you know, uh, names – uh, similar sounding words, uh, attractive, uh, attractive uh, uh, leading ladies. Uh, this is this is a conversation that we started in the elevator uh, from the uh, from the liquor store where we got our brew dogs mm-hmm. uh, up to the up to the podcast. <laughs> is that giving too much away? Now the audience might be able to find Jesse's apartment, knowing that it's near a liquor store. Oh, it's it. Okay, here's liquor what they know. And right. elevator. And it's the address that is on the website. <laughs> Take those three clues. If you could find us, time traveling ladies. <laughs> <laughs> yes, if if we haven't been clear enough, time traveling party gals. Um, uh, uh, and we were at, we we started this conversation, and then here's what I here's a little podcast lingo. I'll let you guys in. This is, this is kind of a behind the scenes. This is a Larry Sanders uh, sports night kind of thing. I'm letting you guys in on. Uh, I said, you know what, guys, save it for the podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's the discussion at hand. Amy Smart or Amy Adams? Gentlemen, weigh in. It's a hard one to do. Two lovely leading ladies, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe, uh, although I would say that Amy Adams, as of late, has been getting, yeah, well, getting, getting quite popular. The, like, when I saw her in, um, Outside Providence. Yes, I was just And road that. trip, like, it was just like, oh, hello. You what's know, a, yeah. what's Outside Providence? This is oh, not a movie I'm familiar oh, with. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Outside Providence is an awesome movie, uh, about... Um, a kid uh, who goes to a prep school in Providence, Rhode Island, and I actually heard that the way that it was made was that uh, the director was going on—he uh, was going on a bus, and he he went through like a dollar bargain basement bin of books, and he pulled out the book outside Providence, started reading on the bus, and when he got off the bus, he's like, "I want to make this into a movie." Wow, and, this was uh, a director taking a cross-country bus trip. Alec, Alec Baldwin's in it. Oh wow! Okay, yeah, and, uh, it's actually fan- It's actually a really great. It's it is actually really good. Uh, Ryan McKee's uh, one of his favorite films. Yeah. Oh, Ryan McKee, uh, former Brandon. former former podcast guest from from Super Back in the Day. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, anyways, one but of his yeah, favorite films. Uh, she's uh, gorgeous in it. Yeah. But I have to say, if I was going to go today, Amy Smart, 
like Amy uh, Smart, I've done Crank Amy Smart versus. Uh, she's been in a film called Crank, and then Crank Two High Voltage. She was also in Butterfly Effect. Oh, okay. I'm gonna go on the uh, Amy Adams. Okay, side of the but camp. but this is based solely on that you you maybe don't approve of Amy Smart's career choices. But I think career choices affect. Okay. No, no, no. You're 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 not a shallow man. Ron Babcock, you, you're you're thinking, of course, of you guys as future children. Well, yeah, if she's going to be making all these shitty movies, what, uh, what you know, who's going to yeah, provide uh, for the kids? If let's say you get married, you have kids. Yeah. At some point, that child's going to come up and go like, um, so uh, watch <clears throat> Crank Two, Dad, and um. And plus, you're going to have to take that child to a doctor because of the horrible voice that they have. <laughs> yeah. It has to be looked at. Well, it's someone. because uh, it's because while she was pregnant with the child, uh, Jason Statham kicked her in the head. <laughs> yeah. uh, so the child came out a little off. Uh, Jason Statham, of course, has been known to uh, roundhouse kick all of his lead actresses. Yeah, that's what he does. It's uh. That's why we love him. Yeah. That's why we love him. I've seen it. Transporter <laughs> was the most the most ridiculous part. I think it was in Transporter Two of like okay. any movie I have ever seen in my life was the scene where he had a bomb on the bottom of his car. So he drove the car and it was down on the pier. He drove it off a ramp. But the ramp was kind of curved, so as the car went through the air, it started to turn. And mm-hmm. so the car turned upside down, but he timed it so that there was a crane that just happened to be there. <laughs> and when it caught the bomb. It caught the bomb, and then the car, it actually kept turning all the way around, and then it landed perfectly, and then the bomb blew up on the crane. And I remember like sitting in the theater and just being like, Fuck you! Like, <laughs> come on! It's just—it was so ridiculous. You, you did realize you were watching the tra- a transporter yeah. Yeah. film, <laughs> even, right? Even that, I was like, really, like, really. Well, yeah. okay. Also, Ron, right. Ron has a lot of money in cranes around cities. <laughs> <laughs> it's my family business. Yeah, you guys know my dad. Uh, Ron Babcock of the Crane Babcocks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ch- Chad, Chad Foglin, Amy Smart or Amy Adams? What's your? Um, uh... I have to say, yeah, but I kind of on the same road here with Ron is like back when Amy Smart came on the scene I was a huge crush on her sure. you know and then uh, then she also made a what's that movie that she made with uh, oh god it was uh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I don't you know. know. You just made it, a bunch I'll of noises. It, yeah. I didn't. I don't know. I, that did, I that did, you. That, you remember it for no, me? I made a nonsense noise hey, and pointed. What did you do there? Uh, nope. Nothing. She did Still one with, nonsense. Uh, um, well, not Dane Cook, but the other guy who kind of looks like Dane Cook. And, oh, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, and he was fat. Oh, uh, uh, my b- best friends. Or my yeah, best sweetest. No, not the sweetest thing. Um, it's uh, just friends. Just friends. Yeah. Okay. Just friends. And I remember. I remember it was like that film. I remember watching that at my parents' house during Christmas and thinking. Yeah, okay, I'm kind of over now. Okay. I and like, that, though, if if she traveled, if she time-traveled right here, right now, we would all stab each other just to, like, <laughs> be the one with her. Just do a, yes, when, just to breathe her air. Win. You know who would win? John. John, yeah. Yeah, look at that steely gaze. <laughs> and, he's got his, uh, and he's got his electric violin with him, <laughs> so uh, that's going to impress her. Um uh, here's 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 my two cents to add to this. Yes. Uh, yes, Amy Adams, very very good looking lady. Uh, um, has Amy Smart is definitely puts herself in a lot of roles to where the male gaze could conceivably sexualize her. Of course, the crank films we're you talking the male about. The gaze or gaze? The gaze, G A Z E. This is oh. an academic gaze. Okay. Uh, this is not a bunch of gay men. I was like, I'm confused. Uh, yes, no, the 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 the, the academic gaze um 
and and it makes and and makes her you know and and uh, an object and I and I say that yeah, knowing that, that it makes yeah. me sound very shallow. Uh, Amy Adams uh, makes very classy career choices uh, and and puts herself in movies where she plays things like uh, nuns and fairy princesses and uh, single moms just trying to make it. Uh, I don't. I would like to see. I don't. I don't necessarily want to see her in a pair of short shorts, but uh, in a film, uh, uh, you know, I don't necessarily want to see her, you know, in in some sort of frat party situation where she's in danger. But mm-hmm. I'm just saying, I I I I. I I, I, I'd like to see her in a few more non-nun roles. I did yeah. feel a little bit guilty uh, with my uh, enchanted boner uh, that I had oh, during you, the children's film. You, you watched me. the children's movie Enchanted and, and, uh, and uh, the, felt... The boner I had during that film, I, sure. I did feel creepy. As me. well you should. Yes. Yeah. You should feel bad about mentioning but, it, but, too. But, uh, here. I'm being honest. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. but by uh, the sounds of the story we heard in the elevator before we got here, uh, you had to use that boner after that film. Yeah, well, there was some trolls, and I had to smite them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, With your you wiener. You raped trolls? Uh, no, I'm saying I smited them. It's a very different thing. Okay, sounds that, like... See, smite, to me, it sounds like the fire was involved, but that just... Ugh, guys. I don't even want to get into it, but it's a long... Um, Did you light smite. your dick on fire? I and... frequently do. And defend Middle Earth. You have a lot to thank me for. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, gentlemen, this has been fantastic. I think there is uh, 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 much more delightfulness to come. Uh, uh, I am Jordan Morris. Uh, actually, you know what? I, we didn't give John the intern a chance to, to weigh in. We've been too busy uh, uh, teasing him hey, and John, comparing him. who would you like to bang more, Amy Adams or Amy Smart? <laughs> Thank, thanks, Newsy. No worries. Uh, John, do you, have a, do you have a preference, Amy Smart or Amy Adams? Adams. I th- yeah, it sounds like a clean sweep for Adams. I'm yeah. actually going Adams too, but I'm saying I, I have a, I have reservations, and it's all oh, the, the nun parts. And you know she has an Australian accent. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. Yeah, but she she's from accent. Australia. No, well, okay, now yeah, that'll do it. Yeah, see, that's, that's, uh, a, that's a pretty. And Adams too. clean sweep here on Jordan Jesse Go. <laughs> This is, Je- <laughs> this is Jordan Jessico. I am Jordan Morris, boy detective. With uh, little bunny shoes, Chad Fogland. And Ron Babcock. I uh, gotta have a nickname, Ron. Ooh, um. Need of a nickname, Ron Babcock? Okay, think about it. I'm gonna give you one more segment to come up with a nickname. Oh, Jesus. Uh, so, you know, mull it over, mull it over. Uh, so, guys, I, I wanted to take a minute to, uh, to, to, to tell a humorous story, and, Please and do. hopefully uh, you guys will have interjections. Because then I'm just talking to myself. Mm-hmm. And that's not interesting. Uh, anyways, uh, recently for work, I took a trip to the uh, to the Cayman Islands, uh, which I always hate saying because then uh, inevitably the reaction to the peop- from the people listening is like, ooh la la. Oh, I thought the reaction was going to be like, oh, did you come there? <laughs> what? <laughs> Why would Cayman Islands? Oh yeah, bit no. Of a stretch, but I that, yeah, that's yeah, a, that a is a bit of a stretch. stretch. Sure, sure. Maybe if I was down at the docks or something like that. Guys, I'm a dock worker. Oh really? I didn't know that. So in your in your your list of credits, yeah, uh, a stand-up comedian, uh, sketch comedian, mm-hmm. writer, performer, and uh, dock worker, dock worker, dock worker. Number okay, four eight seven. Wow. That's a that's a that's a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of slashes, a lot of hyphens, but you got to have it these days. In, hey, you know what? In this biz, yeah, I'm a Renaissance man. Ab- sure, absolutely. I'm sorry to interrupt your story, please. No, 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 that's okay. Uh, uh, anyway, working in the Cayman Islands, go ahead and get your your ooh la laing out of the way now. Ooh la la. Yeah. All right.
All right. Uh, anyways, and 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 part of this trip was to uh, this the the this was a trip sponsored by the Cayman Islands Board of Tourism. Uh, who who wanted Fuel TV to come out and and uh, not only show their fine skateboarding facilities, but but some <laughs> of the other things you can do when visiting the island that's oh, yes. not skateboarding. Uh, anyways, so uh, so they prepared for me an itinerary of Cayman Islandsy things to do Ooh, while out there. It's kind of cool. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was it was nice. Um, and, and yeah, and definitely not something I I, I normally don't visit a place. Ah, that's not true. I would say half the time I, I make it a point to kind of seek out the touristy things in the place, uh, but the other half of the time I, I, I don't. I just uh, mope in my hotel room and hope hope that uh, the Hulk comes on HBO. That's sometimes what I do. Um, Wait, which one? A new Hulk. Okay. Yeah, anyways. <laughs> um, anyways, so, so and one of the things that uh, uh, they they wanted for me to do was go to something called Stingray Island. This is a very popular Cayman Islands tourist attraction, Stingray Island. It sounds, um... Why is it named that? Uh, well, because it has a bunch of stingrays at it. I it's, figured it as it's, much. it's crawling with stingrays. And it's not so much an island as it is a sandbar that is, is maybe, you know, you, you, get, you get on a boat, you travel out in the ocean for, you know, about 30 minutes, 30 minutes, 45 minutes, and you come to a sandbar where you're in the middle of the ocean, but the water is only up to your knees. Is it like, oh, is it like one of those uh, pictures you see in a calendar Calendar where they have the... <laughs> calendar? Yeah, no, the calendar. Yeah, sure. But they have the, the sand just up like a foot, and there's like someone sitting there with a corona, and that's it. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a bit like that, sure. Like, it's, not, it's not that big. By calendar, you mean Corona commercial. Right. Yes, you're talking about the promotional calendar I, no, no, you no, got. No, oh, okay. The, Wait, the yeah, the it's a colloquial. See, yeah. I wasn't making fun of Ron. I was just clarifying to make sure you knew what a calendar was. Oh, okay. That's a Corona commercial. That's the official term. Oh, it, oh, uh, you know what, John? Look it up on uh Yeah, look Wikipedia. it up. Google it. That, that's like a Cockney rhyming slang thing, isn't it? Yeah. Hey, man, okay. Not my word, you know. Hey, no. Anyways, uh, so yes, it's much like the popular calendars. <laughs> Can I say real quick? You may. About the dictionary and all the words in the dictionary? None of my words. I just use them. <laughs> <laughs> Don't shoot the messenger, man. Hey, I'm oh, just, I'm just words, saying man. the words. I didn't write them down in a book. Yeah. I didn't want a word drop, but my family actually owns the word porch. Really? Yeah, we're the ones who came up with that. So every time you use that, we get a little bit of a kickback. How about that? Well, then I'm never using that word again. Yeah, no. Try, no, to. Just try to, to get through your life without using the word porch. Especially uh, in the South. Yeah, I will say, uh, I'm going to say uh, front of house platform from mm-hmm. now on. I know it uh, takes a long time and will be confusing I'm to everyone. I'm going to say uh, front door deck. Fine, great. These are all things we can stay <laughs> instead of uh, Babcock's little, little whatchamacallit. Mm-hmm. Porch patent. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so yes, this is a, a it's a sandbar. The the you're out in the middle of the ocean, but the water is up to your knees. Very amazing thing. Very kind of kind of kind of mind boggling. Uh, and while you're out there, what they want you to do is to uh, to pet the stingrays that come up. And the stingrays, when they hear the boat, will swarm the boat because they know that that's where the food comes from. That uh, you're you're supposed to feed them, and then they when when they pull up to the sandbar, the a uh, boat worker will throw out a big uh, a big bucket of uh, of chum fish. Yes, yes. Um, so they want you to to pet the stingrays, to pick up the stingrays, uh, to take a. They will take a picture of you kissing a stingray, Why? which they say is good luck. 
No, but that's not what concerned me. It was not the Stingray's enjoyment, but my uh, dying, maybe. <laughs> uh, a Stingray. Do you, am I alone in being told my entire life that a Stingray wants nothing more than to kill me and my entire family? Well, uh, I don't... This is sad, but the Crocodile Hunter, I mean... Yeah, and, and and that's kind of what I said eventually on our way over there. I'm like, hey guys, uh, elephant in the room, <laughs> we're going to this stingray thing. Didn't one of these kill the crocodile hunter? More like stingray yeah. in the water. Yeah, right. Um, and, and here's the reaction I got from the Cayman Islands people. Uh, uh, Paul F. Tompkins, uh, uh, a, a, a fave comedian of all of ours, I'm sure, has a bit where he talks about uh, when someone's dog barks at you on the street and you recoil and then they make you feel like an asshole mm-hmm. because they love their dog, yeah. they they are, are convinced that their dog would do no harm to anyone and you recoiling is, is <laughs> ignorant to them. This is the reaction that these people had when I said, hey, aren't these things we're going to pet uh, deadly and didn't they kill a, an experienced naturalist? Uh, they insist... They insist that the stingray uh, is not deadly, and the only way for one to hurt you they, – they basically implied that what the crocodile hunter did was pick up the stingray and press the barb into his chest in such a way that it killed him. They basically implied that maybe he wanted to die and did it by, by jamming the stingray stinger against the will of the stingray. All right, today I'm going to kill myself with the stingray. No, no. No, no, I, I know what I'm do doing. It. Yeah. But also, folks, don't do this at home. Mm-hmm. I'm going to press this. Unless you want to end it all. Yeah. <laughs> and it, yeah. Get kissed and hugged. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and they they imply that the stingray only wants to kiss and hug you, <laughs> and to eat your chum. With what, our friendly wait, wait, stingray. But with what arms and what lips? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why it needs you. And there's like that's why it needs or... you. The, yeah, I would say they were probably when we got out there, probably yeah, maybe forty. What did the other Tourists were they on board? Uh, were they I all w- like, what? yes. The boat was the boat was filled with tourists. Uh, um, uh, you know, very a very touristy bunch. Uh, uh, so I was you know kind of in the middle of a lot of younger kids and then a lot of like older couples. Uh, I was the most scared. I would say that my scream, that my scream when the stingrays approached the boat was the loudest and the highest pitched. Ah. Uh, yeah, and they, they and and I did this thing. I I I. I Fed the stingray. I touched it. I pet the, petted them when they came by. Uh, I let them uh, take a picture of me kissing it. You kissed the stingray. I kissed the stingray. Is that now? Is that picture going to show up on the site? Get, uh, first base with the stingray. Yeah, I would say. I would yeah. say a solid first. And I don't yeah. know what the equivalent of breast would be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I touched stingray its. Titties are the best. I touched its water. Sting titties. I touched its water flying flaps. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's 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 like third base. Yeah, yeah. That's um, a little forward nine months, of you. Jordan's gonna be a little stingray daddy. Yeah, you can't prove that kid's mine. You can't prove it's mine. No, no, it's that stingray uh, kisses eight tourists a day. All right, but if I see a stingray with a bushy curly head of hair yeah. swimming around with a high pitched girlish scream, right? Yeah, <laughs> sh- shrieks when it sees other stingrays. <laughs> Uh, but here's the here's the odd part uh, is they 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 insist that that you could the the ways to be hurt by a stingray a do like the crocodile hunter did <laughs> push and physically push chest. the barb into your own right, chest. No, because that happens. Or uh, two, they said, well, if you step on one, <laughs> it'll sting you. 
So there's there's forty of them that, swarming around. That could easily yeah. have happened. <laughs> that is like that's that's, that's not out of the realm of possibility. Not even close. That is absolutely something that could happen. Uh, so yes, uh, I I did this. I felt that it was shady. Uh, wait, wait. Actually, if you step on a stingray, aren't you? You're putting a small amount of pressure on it, mm-hmm. which is causing it to sting you. What yes. is a hug then? Yeah, right. <laughs> is it a hug? Are you? Isn't that the same thing? Pressure? Sure. Isn't that threatening it as much as a step? <laughs> isn't that what? Wouldn't if they loved hugs so much, wouldn't they just consider a step a foot hug? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, no, apparently not. Um, so yeah, that was terrifying, uh, and I do not know that that tourist boat was so licensed. Everybody go to the Cayman Islands. Sounds like a blast. Yeah, do yeah. it, everybody. And, uh, next time you wake up next to that pretty girl that you are dating, uh, give her a foot. Hug in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> just just step on her head. Step on her. Just lightly and delicately, step on her head, just to let her know, what? Uh, hey, what hug? I'm still I was, here. Uh, I was once in, in Costa Rica traveling with some friends. Yes. And, uh, I don't know if I should be telling this, but my friend Skeet uh, woke up his girlfriend at the time. They were kind of like, you know, they were sleeping together, and we were sure. all we were all in the same room because mm-hmm. it was like a hostel, and it was it was very hot and. It's beautiful, beautiful, beautiful country. I had a wonderful time. And they were, you know, like boyfriend, girlfriend. They kind of were sleeping in a lover's embrace. Sure. And then... A spoon? Was this like a spoon it a situation? Spoon. It was more like actually the real lover's embrace, and their their legs were intertwined. Oh, they were, they were fucking? No, no, they weren't fucking. They were okay. just sleeping. Uh, I want to clarify this lover's embrace. Well, they, you know, it's like when you... They're kind of... Their legs were intertwined, but then their, their top hats weren't too connected. But okay. then we heard this giant... Almost like a thunder crack, and we... The whole room woke up and was like, what was that? And Vanessa, uh, his girlfriend at the time, woke up and was like, uh, Skeet just farted on my leg. And it was so loud that it woke the entire room up. Okay. Uh, now I have a follow-up question. Yes. How is Skeet Ulrich these days? Uh, not too good. Oh, uh, speaking of name-dropping, I have a recent <laughs> Skeet Ulrich story. Yay! Um, it was at a celebrity golf tournament recently. This was a couple mm. of weeks ago. Uh, Skeet Ulrich, one of the invited guests. Uh, he's a little fat these days. He's a little fatter than he was in Scream and Wing Commander. Oh. Uh, uh, so he, he's he's on the red carpet in front of the Step and Repeat, uh, which was is what we in the biz call the um, kind of banner behind the red carpet that includes all of the sponsors on it. Yeah. So all the oh. celebrities having having their picture taken in front of this Step and Repeat it becomes a free advertisement. Exactly. Sure. Uh, anyways, and, and also at this celebrity golf tournament, there were uh, promo models there for various products. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and this and this was a, a an, an action sports related thing, so it was Red Bull and Axe body spray and, and things like that. Uh, so anyways, Both so great absolutely. Um, so anyways, so there's these two uh, uh, promo models, and Skeet Ulrich uh, steps onto the red carpet. Everybody's taking his picture. Uh, and one of the photographers yells, Hey, Skeet, get a picture with the girls! Get a picture with the girls! And uh, two of these promo models, and I think they're in kind of these uh, kind of these trampy golf outfits, uh, come up, and they both put their arms around him, and uh, I hear one uh, say to him, Oh, hi, what's your name? Oh. Yeah. She was like 19, probably. Had oh, never seen Wing Commander. Did he snap her neck? <laughs> he, he actually, uh, yeah, he actually did the one-inch punch from Kill Bill. Uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. 
The exploding uh, heart. Like, she took five steps and she... Uh... Uh, no, that's the five-point palm exploding heart technique. I'm talking about the one-inch punch when she gets out of the coffin. And there we go, audience. Jordan just proved that he's that not scared me so as much. unnerdy as he says he is. <laughs> yeah, right. That yeah, that proved it that, that I was... <laughs> that I corrected you. Uh, she, damn it. When Uma Thurman comes out of the, the coffin mm-hmm. and climbs up through the earth, that, it, that image is so scary to me the idea of crawling through the earth and she gets up and she's like oh being buried alive yeah it's just absolutely like i get so tensed up when i watch it absolutely even if i watch it again i just i still like i, I just physically makes me uncomfortable a terrifying scene a terrifying scene get it? yeah Ugh. just the the sound there's there's a part in that movie she where it's all black light and it's just like oh god and you can hear the dirt being dropped in, in this scene in in kill bill uma thurman who's the main character gets buried alive in a coffin, in a wooden coffin. and and it's it's pitch black Isn't in the movie kill bill 2 volume 2 i think this i forget thing. which which bit of kill bill this is I think it's probably in two. Yeah. Anyways, and there's a, a moment where it's pitch black and you can hear the dirt being thrown on the coffin. And she's passed out, but she wakes up hours later to realize, oh my God, I'm in a coffin. And then she just, she has a lighter and she lights it only to realize, oh, I'm in, I'm a, in a coffin. coffin. Yeah. Terrifying. Terrifying Absolute, scene. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. The old pine like box coffin too. Yeah. But, but then also hilarious ending to that scene. <laughs> when she stumbles out of the darkness into a diner and walks up and goes, a water. Yeah. Uh, she sits I, down like a lady. Mm-hmm. You know, she's like, I'll have a water, please. There's also, I, before that, see, I'm, 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 you know, when an actor has a great script, there's only so much they can do with it. You know, uh, I, I think I, uh, I, I read an acting book by David Mamet once, and kind of his philosophy on acting is that the actor should just, you know, read the word on the page as closely as possible and not you know, offer too much interpretation up and just, and just their job is to say the words on the page. And so that's, you know, kind of one way to approach it. And then, but, and of course, when you have a script by Quentin Tarantino, you, you know, you don't want to do a lot of improvising. You don't want to do, uh, uh, you don't want to take a lot of liberties with it because it's, you know, probably very, very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Madsen in that scene, when he, uh, when he drives her up to the shallow grave that he's about to put her in, uh, he's he's knocked her unconscious somehow. I forget how it is, and she's in the trunk of his car, and uh, and and he 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 says this line with maybe the best inflection uh, that he could possibly say this with, and I still remember it as being in maybe one of the the best acting choices I've ever seen. How he says this, um, he says, "Wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey." That's right. Uh, and you know, I'm like brilliant, brilliant. Uh, there, that's you. Put your stamp on that by adding that little wakey, pause. Wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. No, no, no. He's wakey, wakey. There's a comma. Yeah. Eggs and bakey. Anyway, it's 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 uh, it's a beautiful little bit of acting in that. I think. Mm-hmm. Are we done talking about stingrays? <laughs> have any of you have you guys ever had to encounter an animal that you felt like was dangerous? Uh, no, oh. but um. While I was in Hawaii once, uh, I was learning to scuba dive. Yes. And uh, they first off, you go in a pool and they teach you how to scuba dive. And they're like, all right, now we're going to Shark Bites Cove. And I was no. like, I'm sorry, what? Like, <laughs> Shark Bites Cove. And then it was explained to us that it's called Shark Bites Cove. Because it's uh, it because it's like... sponsored by the fruit snacks, yeah. <laughs> Shark Bites. <laughs> Those are so The good. fruit oh. snacks <laughs> shaped like sharks. It's weird uh... they sponsored that. 
It's but you know if if you're in the fruit snack business, well, you might as well dive, sponsor a coke. Actually, little packets of shark bites, and you find it, and you're like, oh, this is worth it. Yeah, right. Amazing. You reach into you just reach into a, a into a little crevice in a coral reef. Uh, you oh, a little afraid you might find a moray eel or <laughs> a uh, poison crab, but you just pull out a little packet of shark bites. Ah, like, <gasps> lotto. It was Shark Week recently. It's just wrapping up, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, did you take the uh, what what type of shark are you quiz on the DiscoveryChannel.com? Uh, I didn't. I actually have a little uh, Shark Week thing to add. But first, uh, oh my Chad, goodness. I didn't mean to jump on. The no, board. no, 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 no. That's okay. I I, I want you to finish your your, your business. Uh, uh, what what type of shark were you on the? Uh, I was. Uh, can I guess? Yes. Mako. Uh, I'm gonna guess he's a hammerhead. Ooh. Ooh, close. Don't keep us in suspense, <laughs> Chad. Tell us. I was a great white. Oh, is that, and that's, that's like the a, best kind of shark yeah, there that's is. Like the Gryffindor of sharks. Although I will say this, <laughs> a little insulting oh, come because on. come on, Babcock. Like it's it is Gryffindor. It's one of those. It's like one of those things. Like you, you, and I ended the quiz and I was like, "You're a great white," and it has that, <laughs> you know, whatever they have on shark. Meat. Sure. And I'm like, "Oh wow!" And then like you read the little description underneath it, and it's like the great white. Probably the most intellectually inferior of all the sharks. Really? <laughs> like, like, what? Oh. Well, at so least I'm a, a great one. You're a big dumb idiot. Basically. Yeah, big but, dumb uh, But here's the thing. Here's the thing. What is the difference between the world's dumbest shark and the world's smartest shark? Yeah, I don't think that's a huge gap. Exactly. Maybe, maybe it... it knows what warmth is i don't know what yeah. what what's the world's <laughs> smartest shark and what can it do that the world's dumbest shark cannot do also also if you're like if you're the world's like greatest underwater predator which is pretty much what the great white is right? sure uh I, yeah i mean i mean i i'm not a scientist you know not of all time if we're going all time i'm yeah, gonna say i'm gonna say elasmosaurus yeah. <laughs> maybe you could make a case for plesiosaurus oh, or, or megalodon right there you know yeah uh, uh, but like when, when, but sure, currently. What about, yeah. a, what about a killer whale? I mean, it's like human beings. No, We're yeah, at the top maybe. of the food chain, right? We don't have to sure. be that smart. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, uh, here's my uh, – we have a, a segment on Jordan Jesse Go that actually we haven't done in a while where it's – where we get to repeat – Jokes we've told that haven't gone over well, but oh. maybe represent them to yeah. the Jordan oh. Jesse Go audience and hopefully get a little recognition. How long is this podcast? <laughs> uh, very, yeah. I'll give you guys each a shot at this as well. But uh, uh, while we were actually uh, uh, pre pre Stingray Island, we were doing a little uh, uh, snorkeling uh, in the Cayman Islands. And while we were snorkeling, I turned to the people I was with and I'm like, "Oh, guys, I think we're in trouble." I just remembered it's Shark Week. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Zero. Oh, God. Zero. And then you have oh, to Lord. hang out with them. Yeah, That's I'm like, hey, just... remember what you said about Shark Week? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, what's leaves. that about? And then and you're it, like, what was he talking about, Shark Week? And like, as you as you exit the boat, you hear people were like, oh, what was that guy with the shark wear pants? I know. I don't know, honey. Let's go enjoy our honeymoon let's doing it. Snub. Yeah, right. <laughs> and let's not consider I him. I'm in a marriage. <laughs> Day where I could say the phrase "doing it" and yeah. my wife is down for it. Uh, yeah, right. Uh, do you guys uh, do you guys have any recent jokes you've told uh, have that have not gone over? Snorkeling joke. This sounds incredibly appropriate. Uh, I don't know why you would hesitate to tell it. I have a, I have a snorkeling joke, and I I don't. I did it, but then I stopped doing it because it always got a. Eh. Oh, this is in your this is in your act. This oh, is a part yeah. of your is act. That, oh, okay. oh, should we do? Uh, no, no, I, I think I think that's that's uh, that's that's acceptable. I have a lot of daytime life life. Uh, the snorkeling joke is the uh, idea of like I went snorkeling, which I believe is the uh, 
rollerblades of underwater discovery. <laughs> sure. It's true. Because you do scuba diving, and scuba yeah. diving is really, really cool when people say that. Sure, and it takes a certain kind of kind of, kind of fortitude and, 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 and I don't want to say masculinity, but 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 a certain hardiness to, to, to scuba dive. how deep they can go in scuba diving. Yeah. Like, oh, I went 30 feet down. A lung capacity right. thing. And sure, like, there's a lot. How deep did you go, Ron? Six inches. <laughs> it's like I almost died because I got some water in my snorkel pipe. But... Fell asleep on the boat. Well, you know, that's what you do when you're a snorkeler for life. Is and that that's it? why I don't tell that joke anymore. Oh! <laughs> oh I, um, I have a character who uh, is my cousin, Andy Forsberg, who tells a lot of really bad jokes. And this oh, yeah, is, you told uh, Chan, this is, yeah, this is, this, is a, this is a character that I've seen you do on stage yeah, a few and, times. Uh, and I have I've been taking a lot of opportunity to write bad jokes for him. I can tell one of his best bad jokes that he does, and I can tell a new one that I just wrote. For yeah, him. no, no, let's sure. Let's okay, let's so here's, let's let's hear the 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 classic chestnut, and then let's let's hear the new <laughs> right, one. The cl- so like, should I do it as Andy? Because he has a very distinct. He art. does no, absolutely. Yeah, let's so, uh, do this. Oh, this is this is fun. Okay, this is so like let's see, uh... let's see um. <clears throat> uh, hey, hey, okay. Um. Uh, uh, hey guys. Uh, hey guys. Did you see on the news? They uh. They found a, a manatee in Florida that is, uh, you know, religious. You know, whatever. Yeah. It's crazy. The manatee, uh, you know, yeah, you know, you know, it turned out to be Jewish. You know, and they, you know, they're like, well, it's crazy. Manatee was, you know, uh, it believes in, you know, stuff. You know, whatever. Anyway, anyway the next day, you know, uh, the manatee learned how to fly, and it was flying around. You know, and, and the, you know, the army, they didn't, they didn't know what it was. They were like, you know. So they shot it with a rocket and it blew up. And uh, I was there. I was down in Florida, and you know, on vacation. And, and at first, I didn't know what it was. And then, and then I went, and I was like, "Oh, the Jewmanatee." <laughs> Without a doubt, the best joke I have ever heard. <laughs> so yeah, bad. no contest. So bad. But I have a, I have a new this one that a I just wrote for him. This is awful. Because here's another thing about Andy. It was. And this is a real life guy. Like he has a weird fascination with Native Americans. Okay. So I found oh, this... people who like Native Americans are weird. Uh, no, you it. know what? Wow. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say, yeah. I yeah. think. If, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know what? I know you said that kind of uh, in jest, but I, I, yeah, I feel like a Caucasian who's uh, who has a lot of dream catchers yeah. and is maybe wearing a wolf shirt. I wear a lot of topaz. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna say yes. Uh, I mean, hey guys, I'm like. 80% of the population, right, of, of white people. There's a little percentage of uh, Native American in me, right? Just yeah. Just like everyone else. Oh, God. Like everyone in the world. I, I, yeah. Jesus Christ. So it's cool that I make these jokes. You're right. Yeah, it's, you could, yeah, this is part of, this is part of your... I got .0333% Native American Cherokee, brah. Exactly. All so right. this is your, it's your right. Yeah. Anyway, so here's, here's a new one I made. Uh, uh, so, uh, uh, I got in trouble the other day with my, uh, Native American friend, Tom Lightfoot, because uh, uh, while we were bird watching, I went, I said, Hey, Tom, a hawk! Oh. <laughs> See, bad. Probably yes. not going to work. But that would be a good setup for the better jokes, like the Jew manatee in, sure. in Texas. That joke's... Yeah, you're going to want to close with the with the humanity. You know, yeah, you usually do close with humanity. Yeah. Good night, everybody. In that joke, was he making fun of um, manatees or the Cirque du Soleil show? Uh, yeah, the sexual okay, Cirque du Soleil I actually show. Wrote, I wrote the humanity joke. And, uh, right. Stop bragging. To me, when I wrote it, 
I was picturing, I was like, I was like, wouldn't it be interesting to say, oh, the humanity, as after, you know, the famous blimp that blew up. Sure. But what looks like a blimp? The flying Titanic. Yeah. (laughs) What looks like a blimp? A manatee. Now, how can I say, oh, the manatee? I was like, what if it was Jewish? (laughs) Oh, the Jewish, oh, the Jew-manatee. Right. Sounds like, oh, the humanity. So, okay. So then I went and I wrote the setup, but only works with that character because what he does is he puts huge long setups for really sure. shitty jokes. Yes. Oh, th- yeah, <laughs> I, no, I, feel was, like, I feel like I this should is never in- explain how no, I wrote that ever again. I mean, uh, <laughs> no, uh, not again. to not to dis- not head. to discount your process, Chad, <laughs> and you're a very you're a very gifted performer, and I always enjoy your performances when I see them. Uh, but yeah, I don't think that one needs to be explained. Yeah, I feel like it's that, very no, clear. No, there we go. <laughs> very clear. Understand what was going on? <laughs> yeah. so I'm glad he explained it. Exactly. It's nice to have that little DVD commentary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that bad joke. Sure. Uh, oh, I, I just got the DVD of Jumanity. It's no, it's fine. <laughs> Guys, let's uh, let's we all I think we all got a little case of the giggles. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't we take a little break? We'll get our giggles out, and uh, we'll be right back on Jordan Jesse Go. Welcome. Back to Jordan Jesse Go. I am Jordan Morris, boy detective. Uh, Rabbit Little Shoes, Chad Foglin. And Ron Great White Babcock. Oh! I like it. See, what you did there is you snaked uh, Foglin's Shark Week quiz uh, result. Or you could you could say I sharked it. You could say that, yeah. Say, yeah. Oh, it's not Snake Week. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's not Snake but Week. But guys, seriously, October 16th through the uh, 19th, Snake Week on Discovery Channel. It's going to be great. It's not quite a whole week, is it? No. It's so. Snake actually, Week. It's more, snake it, Week it's is just kind just, of a snake couple of days. It's actually yeah. just a snake afternoon. Oh, yeah. wow. But you know what? Hey, snakes, this is all my me- my message to all the snakes out there. Oh, please. Keep at it. Yeah. Keep at it, guys. Have you guys ever seen Albatross AM? Just an albatross morning, but it's really good. What? What? I have no. What are you talking about? Oh, it's on Discovery. It's uh, it's oh, on yeah? December first. Albatross AM. It's okay. from nine to twelve. It's all about albatrosses. Wow. You know the the worst week in uh, Discovery Channel history is Snail Week, which yeah. is from uh, oh please don't say November it. to January. <laughs> 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 ah! Oh, it hurts! It hurts! Good night, everybody. Uh, Where's Jeff Goldman? Cause me pain. <laughs> uh, the, speaking of that sort of remark, yeah. uh, I, I, uh, uh, well, while we were hanging out, you actually, you actually were, were telling another story about your uh, your your rubish cousin, cousin yes. uh, from Nebraska, and and you know what, I, I I thought that this bared retelling yes. on the podcast because because you know you, over the course of your last appearance and some of this appearance, we've kind of gotten to know this this wonderful. Uh, character that is your cousin, and I feel like this is a great story uh, in his pantheon. Yes, so, 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 uh, so, please uh, regale us. I was home about a year ago uh, for my grandmother's 80th birthday uh, or whatever, and um, he sat down at the table next to me and began to tell me a story about how he bought car insurance on the internet. And probably um, a big step for him. Doesn't seem mm-hmm. like a guy who does a lot of shopping no, on the. He net. lives on a farm. Here's the thing: we used in our family. He's uh, from my father's side of the family. Sure. And they had a 45-acre farm in Nebraska. He sold all but, like, three acres. And so he's oh. he's got a lot of money. That's uh, Basically, he just sits it in his farmhouse. Yeah. <laughs> with this, this stuff. Anyway, so he was uh, – he bought insurance, and he told me, he said, oh, you know, at the end of – you know, uh, so I bought insurance for the car. At the end, it said, do you have another car? And, you know, I, 
I didn't want to lie, so I put yes. And you know, and then and then he goes to b- tell me about how like he's he bought insurance for his pickup truck. Now each he goes through four cars. The, the man lives on a farm, so yeah. he has a lot of different vehicles for a lot, lot of, of different uh, yeah. for a lot of different purposes. Mm-hmm. And he so he goes through the process of, of filling out for four cars. Now it's not just him saying and then I did this car. Like it's him going and so then you know because I got that '57 Ford pickup. It's uh, blue. It's got a little rust in the bottom. You know, the left tire is a little worn out. But I had to get that. You know, and the radio doesn't work. And basically, he describes sure he, he describes he takes car. you through the this online is, form that yeah. he had to fill out. This is about a 35, 40 minute conversation. <laughs> sure, just me <laughs> listening to him. You, yeah, now, uh, you must have been drinking. No, at the I was living it up because this character, this guy, has become comedy gold. For it's me. Of your bread and butter. Yeah, it's, when I come home, I love it now. Uh, but he, at the end of it, after four cars, he goes, and you know, it's the same thing happens. Like the thing asked me, I had another car, and I do. I got that old Buick, but I don't drive it. You know, it's some block or whatever. And, and I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to insure that because I don't, you know, drive it or whatever. So I picked up one of my cats, and I, um, you know, I made the cat, you know, push the no button. And that way, that way, you know, I'm not lying. <laughs> and, and to, to which, to which I he said, I forced said, his cat yeah. to click no so he wouldn't be lying exactly. on an online <laughs> form. A pure person, right? He is. He's very pure. He's a sweetheart. But to which I said, I go, oh well, you know, if the insurance company ever like questions you about this, uh, you can just say, oh well, the cat got my tongue. To which he was, uh, yeah, yeah, that's why you're the comedian. Yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> he, I like the idea of him picking up the the, the, the kind yeah. of squirmy cat <laughs> and forcing hit the cat to click the mouse. Like uh, feeling a little bit bad about forcing the cat to do that. Yeah. Like, there's a small yeah. part of it was like, I'm sorry. Also feeling bad about lying <laughs> to a <laughs> to an online <laughs> to form. Online <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was worth it was worth sitting there for almost an hour just to hear that ending. <laughs> that was oh, so like, good. Uh, to change topics abruptly, yes. uh, uh, something else that uh, all three of us have in common. And, and John, I don't know. Please feel free to pipe up if you have any thoughts on this uh, subject. Uh, all three of us enjoy Netflix on demand. Oh yes, yes, yes. yes. Uh, John, yes, yeah. yes. He's shaking his head. Yes, he is. Um, and this is interesting. And you know what? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and be honest. Uh, with you guys out there. Uh, uh, the, the case of beer we've bought, we've all finished. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's now gone. Yeah. It's in our tummy. Uh, so I don't remember if we've talked about this on the podcast before. It's possible we may have, and I could be, you know... Well, can I say rep- something? Yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. we have. Oh, you know what? We have not. The four of us in here in <laughs> this room <laughs> have not talked about this. It may have been a podcast topic before, but you know what? It's Fuck been a you. While. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you, listeners. Okay, he's <laughs> no, I'm angry, yeah, guys. So, you know what? I'm, I'm <laughs> lashing out. I've never seen angry. I'm lashing out. Um, he's lashing out at the audience that yeah, isn't at here this, yet. Yeah, at this, at this very kind audience. Now, do that we is all just, do 360? Uh, I yeah yeah. John is raising his hand. Yes, I watch it on my Xbox 360. Me too. You do. Uh, Ron, do you? Do you uh, where, where do you watch it? Uh, I I don't watch it on my Xbox because I've yet to buy one. But don't uh, you have an Xbox 360? I, I want one so bad. No. I'm actually. Didn't I loan you Dead Rising and don't you still have it? I gave you back Dead Rising. Okay. Uh, but I I played it on my old buddy's old Xbox. Oh okay. And I did, it was it was okay. 
Okay. But oh. uh, I I. It was, I am I am of the opinion that maybe I'm the only one in the world who understands what a b- beautiful game Dead Rising is, and maybe it was me misunderstood by the uh, media. It's way too involved for me. Okay. I was no, taking no, no. photos of crap. I was like, I don't want to do this. I just want to shoot stuff. I'm a, I'm a big World War II video game nerd. That's okay. the games I like. So like Metal Call Honor, of Duty. Call of Duty. Yes. Gotcha. Right, so so, so there were no there were no Nazis to kill. So you right. kind of it, felt when you I felt a little Nazis, empty. I feel productive. Like yeah. I feel like I'm I'm helping save something. I mean, De- Dead Rising for the people who out there out there who don't zombie know game. is a zombie game. Uh, I, I don't know. I feel like killing Nazis and zombies in a game is kind of comparable. I feel like these are the two it, things it that is, everyone can now, agree. The Call of Duty, you just kill Nazis. That's it. Where the <laughs> zombie game, you're taking photos isn't and you're there... trying to do all this other – they have all these little missions and it got okay. too confusing. Right. That, I understand. Too, maybe I'm speaking out of turn here, uh, but isn't there a downloadable uh, like uh, mission – for Call of Duty or one of those World War Two games where you end up in like where you're fighting Nazi zombies, um, I didn't know that. I think there is. I feel like there is. Actually, too. I'm going yeah, to yeah. buy an Xbox like this. I'm actually going to probably buy one this month. You should. Actually, you know, here I'm making a a promise to myself. Ron Babcock, if you enjoy uh, Netflix on I demand, which I know you do, I don't have. I am going to buy an Xbox 360. This month, you should do it from 31 days from today. Fine, do it. Great, and get online with that shit, and then let's all have a big fun game. Yeah, together. let's do I it. I love Netflix. Like I watch it on my computer. Yeah, though, yeah, and yeah. Always... And, and and if you have the Xbox and it's hooked up to your so TV, many... you can stream it to the yeah. TV. Because I get so excited when you put in that movie, and then all of a sudden you see that it's instant, and you're just like, yes, yeah, I can watch it right now. Exactly. Um, uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, the service Netflix yes. uh, has a feature called uh, Watch On Demand, which uh, they have a uh, a select uh, library of movies that can be streamed instantly to your Xbox and your TV or to your computer. Now, uh, it's not, not every movie they have. No, no, no. This is but not every movie in the damn world. Good selection. But it's a very big selection. So, like... Now, here's the thing uh, about the selection. It is an odd one. It is. Uh, <laughs> when you first uh, go into the selection, start browsing the on-demand movies that you can stream instantly to your computer or Xbox. Uh, you know, you, you see the handful that you, uh, you know, that you would want to see and maybe things you would be getting from Netflix normally. Uh, that dries up in about a week. Mm-hmm. And then you just start, you just start, it, it, you, you, then you're just a paleontologist on a dig for fossils. Uh, they have some bizarre, bizarre Every things. Every single old movie ever. Yes. Is on. Yeah. Demand. Yeah. It's it and and you know you know your 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 first run movies that uh, are selling well on DVD will not uh, make themselves yeah. available to on demand. It's just not productive. You get the occasional like. Up, or, or you know what it is? Um, not up. Uh, uh, Wally. Wally recently yeah. uh, made itself available on demand. Yes, um, as as well as a few Which other. Lake, Lakeview Terrace just came on on demand. Oh yeah, Lakeview Terrace uh, with the best. <laughs> Who hasn't seen that three times? Lakeview uh, Terrace, of course. Uh, I did not see. This is the movie where Samuel L. Jackson is a uh, is a racist cop <laughs> out for revenge. Uh, best slogan ever uh, to a movie. Uh, what's Safer than living next door to a cop was the slogan yeah. to the movie. It was <laughs> yeah, like the, I'm on the poster. To he was dead, but then he got better. Oh yeah, that's the best uh, movie. But that's slogan. knowingly bad. I feel like <laughs> this thing. What's safer than living next door to a cop? It's it's kind of a. I haven't seen the movie, but the premise. I remember it being very like. Okay, so Samuel L. Jackson is a black man with a black family, mm-hmm. 
and he lives next, and the new couple moved. Oh, in. John is actually just pulled it. up Lakeview Terrace on <laughs> Wikipedia in is case now, we isn't make it the couple that moves next door is a white man and a black woman, like uh, it an is. interracial couple. Yes, and you, that's not going to go down well. So, uh, and so we're getting a Samuel lot of... L is not having it. No, <laughs> <laughs> I think I think he literally says like, uh, uh, like, I do not move in this neighborhood. To have you fornicate for my daughters out there. I don't know why I turned them into Southern Jack. Yeah, Andy. that was uh, <laughs> uh, Fogelman. That impre- your, um, your, oh, your, oh, God. Okay, so your, Sylvester, your, your Sylvester Stallone impression, very good. Uh, your impression of your cousin, uh, I have not I have not met him, but very good. Uh, your Samuel L. impression, a little racist. What? A little Here's racist. Can, can I say this a little racist. real quick? Yes. This is a callback to the last time I was on this show. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, Samuel Jackson is from Colorado. Okay. What? <laughs> No, 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 go back I and listen remember. to the episode. Okay, and then uh, and that will it. be a little, a delightful little nugget. Or maybe I just drank too much. It's a possibility. Anyways. No, 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 that's fine, that's fine, that's fine. What are the types of movies you watch on, uh, like, Gosh. what are some of the movies that you've watched? Uh, yeah, I've watched a lot of weird stuff. I've watched, uh, Ski School 2. Oh, I, I did watch that. I used to I watch that. that as a kid. I, Ski Holy School, shit, Ski yeah. School 1, not available on Netflix. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, Netflix on demand. Ski School ski- 2, though. Yep. When they used to, the girl, they would go, I remember watching it on, like, <laughs> US, or no, I think it was yeah, on no, no, Showtime no. I would in the middle say, of night. Yeah, yeah. And the kid, the girls would be, the guy would be going down the thing and the girls would open their ski jackets and show their boobs yeah this is and a I movie i remember watching this middle of the night and i was like i think i was like 12 and i'm like this is the best movie uh ever. and once again and uh john kim oh. has on imdb ski school too his fingers oh, two, are made out of lightning wait, what is that two and a half stars that's all we gotta rate that higher that's than that. that's I'm not on. enough i'm uh, actually gonna go watch that now because like that was the movie that i like you know yeah. Real, oh, oh and my! Like, hey, I'm gonna, I'm so you're issue. saying you jacked off to this movie? Uh, Ron Babcock is saying so, you jacked wait, wait, off to this movie. Wait, wait, can I issue yes. a challenge yes, to your yes, listeners? Yes, you may, you may, you may. With this, uh, if you have Netflix on demand, you own an Xbox, or if you just watch it on uh, your computer, please. Go watch Ski School 2 and give it the highest rating you can on Netflix. <laughs> because let's fucking, on IMDb, let's turn yeah, this one around. Let's, let's make Ski School 2 on Netflix the highest rated movie with the most reviews mm-hmm. of praise Listen, possible. Guys, yes. I've been writing this script for Ski School 3. Oh. And I kind of want to bring you two on board. To as, as as writers or eventual talent, I don't. Uh, I'm, I was gonna say both, but I oh, so this is gonna be like a Kenneth Branagh situation. Yeah, well, I, I, I've, I've both seen you guys without your shirts off, and I have to say, I without like our what I see. Sh- you said without our shirts off, <laughs> right? That's and that's what I meant to say. And I am Kurt. What you mean right now? Right, where right. I'm wearing a shirt. That's how we do the podcast. Sure, with shirts on. <laughs> As as we should, it would be bizarre for us oh, okay. a uh, room full of fellas. Yeah, yeah, no. So I've I've watched thing uh, Ski School Two. Uh, this is a a ribald comedy made in. Uh, John, what's the year on Ski School Two? Would you bring that up for me? Ninety four. I would guess wow. earlier. Wow. It's uh, it's surprisingly bad. Yeah. Maybe the Ski School then is the one that I saw. Ninety like, four. Well, no, that was a. I would be in sixth grade, so I guess that times it out. Uh, yeah, and this is a and and this this is a you know a a movie. This is a snobs versus slobs oh, comedy. It's a classic. Uh, this is some, you know, some some hip skiers and snowboarders. It paved the way for Out of Bounds. <laughs> What's Out of Bounds? Uh, isn't that the one with starring Zach Galifianakis on the on the? That is Out of Bounds. You're right. Yeah, it's Out of Bounds. I don't know. You know, there's a it's lot a of horrible movie. It, <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> growing up, growing up as a child uh, in Nebraska, we would go to Colorado every uh, winter to go skiing, and I, I mean, I've been skiing since I was like 
eight years old yeah. uh, forever. And, like, I can't snowboard at all. Like, sure. I cannot snowboard. But I can ski. Okay. Like, very, very well. I, you know, I've done both, and I find skiing harder. So oh, I, see, I, I imagine that's, uh, uh, you know, good for maybe, you, maybe I guess. Maybe it's just, maybe I just learned reverse. It's a balanced thing. Yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> but, like, Snow Patrol... Ski school, ski school two, out of bounds. <laughs> They're all snobs versus slobs. Like they make it like the townies of whatever mountainside ski resort. <laughs> yeah, they live there all year round, and like this is like against the rich kids. This is their mountain. No, no, not the rich kids. The rich kids come in to visit for skiing, and it's the townies who are like they get drunk and like party. You know, yeah. they live in that town. Like this is our town. This is our mountain. We love this place. And then oh, I just spit on you. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> sorry. And then, then the rich, yeah, the, the snobs come in and they try to change the mountain. Oh no! Or they, they, they try to regroom it or like make it more sophisticated. And that's not going to go down well. And, Usually, in, and you involving know what? A, a new uh, zamboni or like or not a zamboni. What are the? <laughs> no, it's a zamboni. It's a that's zamboni. What, okay, yeah. You know how many <laughs> go ahead and say zamboni. Ski mountains. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's how they pay uh, the. You know, guys, guys, we're sitting around here. Gondola. Uh, uh, sure, gondola. <laughs> We're sitting around here. We're three Hollywood insiders. We're all in the biz, and we're kind of we're scoffing. We're scoffing now at these, uh, you know, at, at these movies, which uh, I, I think we probably all regard as hackneyed. Mm-hmm. And and you know, we're having a good laugh at the kind of uh, <laughs> uh, the <laughs> uh, we we Scott B. John is actually bringing up the posters yeah, for the ski school movies oh, on delicious. the computer screen, uh, and their uh, boobs and butts, yeah. basically. Yeah, just just. No holds uh, Guys, I was making a point. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're, we're we're hipsters, we're insiders, and you know, we're scoffing at these movies for being, you know, a, a, a well-worn territory and derivative. But none of us are from a mountain town. No. Ron, uh, if I remember correctly, you're from Arizona. Actually, I'm from Wilkesbury, Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. Uh, and you, you moved. Remembered incorrectly. Yeah, well, I'm a nasty. Uh, I started comedy in Arizona, but I actually grew up in Northeast Pennsylvania. Fine. Coal mine territory. Uh, Chad, you're from uh, the farmlands of Nebraska. Plains. I'm of course from Orange County. John, where did you grow up? Uh, San Francisco. So John, so none of us have grown up in a mountain resort town. No. This may very well be an actual struggle that goes on in mountain resort towns. We don't know. You we know. don't know. And, and you know what? And, and the, the, the authors of Ski School 1 and 2 and uh, Ski, Ski Patrol. Patrol and <laughs> Out of Bounds, yeah. that, this could be just a, 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 a literal – not literal, but, uh, but an actual you know, kind, of, kind of purging of the feelings they well, had yeah, that, growing up in a mountain resort that's town. That's what I was getting at was as we would go in for the winter just to go skiing. And yeah. Like my parents like would rent out a condo or whatever. Wow. Uh, hold on. Party we're, just broke out. Yeah. Well, as we're as we're talking, some, some kind of a brief burst of metal music <laughs> just happened. Uh, perhaps I think in the Spanish. Are yeah. Right. The uh, the Korea townies yeah. are mad at all us. <laughs> Well, so, well, so Chad, I think the point you were making is the that you're was, maybe afraid you are the snob in this I, situation. That's what I, yeah, I was very much. Well, and there, well, there's a, well. there's a very strong like I've, as much as I've done, I've lived out in L.A. for eight years, and yes. and I've I love it out here, but there's always a little pit of me, a little, little bit of me, uh, yeah. a little no. bit of me. Uh, you tried to say part and bits <laughs> at the same to, time, and you little, said there's pit. There's a little kibbles and bits. There's of There's a little bit of a part mm-hmm. of me that. Would love to move to Breckenridge, Colorado, Silverthorne, Colorado, one of these ski sure. towns, and become a townie. And 
and then help I, them to battle. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, I've never admitted this before, but there's a party that really wants to be a ski school instructor or ski patrol person. <laughs> From seeing these movies yeah, as from a child, these movies, like I want to, I want to yeah. be one of the talents. This has crept into your imagination. <laughs> I do have friends who've lived that life though, and they all have fond memories of their time. Just kind of like, yeah, I was a ski bum for bumming a around of, a couple of winters. Doesn't that seem like fun? It hey, you know, it does. You know how you know like everybody has that genre movies that they can't help but love. You know what uh, genre movies I love? Any movie involving camp. Camp. Oh, okay. I love it. Yeah. Do you, camp uh, Poison do, Ivy? Oh, forget about it. Meatballs? No, no, hold on. What's, what's Camp, camp Poison, Poison Ivy? Camp with, with uh, Jason Bateman. Okay. Uh, no, no, no. I'm J- not Jason Bateman. Fuck that. I'm Michael J. Fox. Okay. And he goes to – he's a camp counselor at a summer camp. And sure. anything like – even when I was a kid, uh, like Camp Cucamonga, um, which I just recently watched the rap video from Camp Cucamonga on YouTube and was <laughs> – Still entertained to this day. Okay. Um, but all those like uh, Camp Nowhere, but I was a little too old for that. But I fucking still Ernest watched goes it to camp. twice. <laughs> Ernest goes to camp. Ernest, of course. <laughs> any, <laughs> any camp movie, I am on board for because I was that kid who went to camp and I loved it. Oh, nice. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. And I worked. I did work uh, summer in college. I worked as a co-ed summer sleepaway camp counselor, and I gotta admit, awesome. Had the most yes. fun summer. Drank a ton. Like it, I just had a great. Got to like water skiing, climb rock walls or whatever. Like nice. So had so a blast. So uh. So, uh, so sometimes follow your dreams. Go be a ski school instructor. <laughs> uh, you know, the day I go to be a, a ski school instructor is the day I want you to be go and become a camp counselor. Well, they're gonna be different seasons though. Uh, yeah. So I mean, you guys true. could you guys could conceivably team up in this situation and help each other what out if, following your dreams. What if what if what if for a year during camp season we go become camp, camp counselors, counselors together, and, and then, then during the winter we'll become ski school. You know, I know you're joking, but to be honest, I know we would have a really fun time. I like, kind of think so too. I it's one of those like, yeah, we'd have to leave LA, but at the end of the year, be like. Yeah, no, it was a blast. We got a lot yeah. done. Yeah, we got we a lot. had a really great time. How old are you? We're 40. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're 40. I have no doubt. I had. I really do look back on that summer extremely fondly. Uh, you know what genre of movie I like? No, what? I was just going to yeah. ask you. Please, uh, please. Something where Mila Jovovich kills some zombies. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that goes back to my childhood. Uh, where... Oh, I'm sorry. What did you just say? Uh, I just trailed off. Oh, because okay. I didn't have I didn't have I had no justification for loving that uh, tacky. But is there a type of, of movies movie. that you watched growing up that you're like, I want to do that? Gosh, um, God, what movies did I like growing up? Um, let's see. Uh, I watched Aliens a lot. Mm-hmm. We had a yeah. a VHS copy uh, Game of over, man. Yeah, Game yeah, over. sure. That I watched a lot. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't really. I didn't have a lot of, uh, 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 you know, quote-unquote childhood experiences. Were you, were you more of, like, as a kid, were yes. you more of a video game kid or were you more of a movie kid? Or did you, like, go outside? Yeah, uh, no, video game kid. Video game kid? Yes, so you were, indoor like, video Nintendo games, and... sure, absolutely. Okay. Uh, yes, yeah, so starting so, – yeah, no, I, I remember when we got our uh, Atari and then uh, – You we... know why I want an Xbox so bad is because when I was a kid, my parents didn't let me have a Nintendo or a mm. Sega or anything. We had a computer. A Sega? It was not the same. <laughs> You know the good, but good thing about the Xbox 360 is they do have like Street Fighter. Like you can download. Like, yeah, yeah, definitely. Videos. You can is, all those. I, uh... My buddy Rob has one, and whenever I go over to his place, I spend all my time on it, and I have oh, such a blast because that is so cool. You could download yeah. all the old games. Absolutely, it's wonderful. I have Galica on mine. I love uh, Galica. 
So, uh, hey, uh, I, fe- I, feel like w- I feel like we all deserve a free Xbox now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like we've well, talked it up much, enough. I mean, you guys have a lot of power on the internet. Are, is yeah. Xbox going to send us free stuff for pumping them? <sighs> they should. We haven't been talking about Nintendo Wii. No, so. we have not been talking about the PS3. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, know, you know what? Uh, Nintendo Wii Wii. That's P. You nice. Boom. You know what? Hey, Xbox, guess what we're doing? We're even dissing the competition. Yeah, that's right. Chad just called it a Nintendo Wii Wii. <laughs> oh, so, uh, guys, not only are we pumping your you product, but we Chad... are tearing down the competition. Uh, some of Chad's earlier credits include the Jumanity joke, mm-hmm. which you may have uh, heard about before. Cat uh, get... Got Your Tongue, of course. <laughs> oh, a, a per... Which is a classic. A perennial <laughs> favorite yeah. in the Chad oh. Foglin. Uh, I remember the first uh, time I heard Cat uh, Got Your Tongue, and I got to tell you. It was a big moment. It was okay. It was almost. Oh, okay. You're, so you're saying you weren't immediately on board? <laughs> no. The second time I heard it, I was like, "All right, yeah. I'm on board." Yeah, exactly. Almost as good as Snail Week, right, guys? Uh, no. Let's not oh. talk about Snail Week. <laughs> I was. Yeah. Oh, guys, this has been a real delight. Uh, uh the, yeah. You know what? That's it for this little bit on Jordan uh, Jesse Go. We'll be right uh, back. Uh, no, we're not yeah, done officially. We done? We'll do an official wrap up, but I'm just saying for this little bit. I'm going to go ahead and uh, put a bow on it. All right, but when are we going to uh, we'll be out? No, we'll be right back for Jordan Jesse Go. This is Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. Uh, little bunny shoes. I think I said little rabbit shoes last time. No, you know, you've, you've been saying a bunch of shit, Fogland. <laughs> uh, it's, it's unimportant at this point. All right, uh, Ron Babcox, Chad Fogland. Great. Uh, I am Ron Great White Babcock. Fantastic. Great uh, White Babcock. Uh, fellas, thank you. <laughs> oh, great White Babcock. That sounds like a giant penis. <laughs> hey. Um, Seventh grade all over. Yeah, right. Uh, fellas, thank you so much for joining me during this during this podcast. Uh, it's been uh, it's been fun. It's been rowdy. It's been Lucy Goose. It has been. Has I been would a call it. Lucy. I would call the goosey. proceedings Lucy Goose. Uh, sorry uh, that we did not get to any uh, listener calls. We didn't get to any momentous occasions. But uh, I don't know how to do that. Yeah. So well, that's, that's more the of a reason why. Thing. That's and more of I I don't want to impose on his thing. Yeah, that's which his, is, that's his and strength. To be honest, listening to other people. Right. I mean, let's what? listen to us. <laughs> no one ever does that. No, and you this know what? Our one chance. <laughs> We're listening to us. Why should we listen to others? Exactly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you said that funny. Um, so, yes, uh, thank you very much for listening. Uh, uh, for all those, uh, uh, all of those of you out there who mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> who are uh, hankering for Jesse back, he'll be back at the end of the month. But uh, I will be uh, uh, heading up this operation for uh, a little while longer with some more uh, guests and uh, various surprises. So, please. Uh, a thank you for your patronage and patience while Jesse is on vacation. Uh, uh, fellas, where can people find out more about your performance oh, online? Let's go with Ron first. I think you actually have a website right now. Do you now, have an actual I, website, Ron? I do have a website. Let's hear it's, it. It's uh, ronbabcock.com, so pretty creative. Okay. B-A-B-C-O-C-K, ronbabcock.com, where I blog daily. Okay, there's some daily blogging going on at ronbabcock.com. Yeah, it. and uh, maybe a Tumblr? Do you have a Tumblr I did, well, these that's, days? It's connected. I, I did the links myself in iWeb. Fantastic. But yeah, it's oh. ronbabcock.tumblr.com, and it's all. Just go to ronbabcock.com. You'll find it all there. There you go. Chad Fogland. Chad Fogland. I'm on, uh, I'm on all those sites, uh, MySpace, Facebook. But I think most prominently right now, I'm I Twitter a lot, but... Not, 
what my Twitters are like my bad joke. So if you like any of the bad jokes, I'm I following did, you, and I love it. Yeah, sure. If you I, like uh, those, uh, those, those, those intentionally bad you jokes, those, people. If you want some more humanity? You know yeah. where to go. And, exactly. Uh, yeah, it's just I'm just Chad Foglin, all one word. My last name is like Fogland, F O G L A N D. Boom, so, people. Uh, there you go. I, uh, you've got a little. Uh, you've got a little internet assignment. Until next time, check out these two fellas on the internet. Uh, thank you for listening. Bye. Yes, thank you. Thank you. <laughs>